ahead and open it up to the book of 1 Corinthians. We're going to be looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12, and um, I want to take this time to welcome any first-time visitors that we have with us today. We are well aware that it's so easy to slip in and out without somebody saying hello to you, and I don't want that. I want you to feel welcome and greeted, and so if this is your first time here, will you just give me a friendly little wave so I can say hello to any first-time visitors? Got a first-time visitor right there. Hello, 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 all the way in the back. Say hello. They sat strategically in the, black, the back. They said if I... If, if they don't like the preaching, they're just going to leave quickly. <laughs> no, but welcome, you guys. We're so thankful. Give it up for all our first-time visitors here. We're so thankful to have you guys. We know that God has a special plan and a purpose for you guys being here today. It wasn't coincidence or it wasn't a mistake. And so we have a message titled this morning that all things are lawful but. And so we're going to take a look at the scriptures and what it says about the freedoms that we have in Christ and what we are to do with those. Because there's a lot of things that we can do, but should we do? And this is a lesson and something that God is teaching me as I get older and as I mature in the Lord. And just with decision making in general, every day life is filled with decisions and choices that we make. And every decision and choice that we make, it has ramifications and repercussions to those decisions. We can do whatever we want, but should we do those things? And the older I get, I realize that, and I try to kind of apply that logic and that thinking to my life. I remember very early on, people always would say, the time is going to come where you're going to get old, and that, not when you're going to get old, but things are going to change. And for me, the one thing that I really began to realize is eating spicy food. They always told me, oh, wait, wait till you get and almost immediately on my 40th birthday, I had eaten something spicy. And all of a sudden, six hours, 12 hours later, all of a sudden I felt something in my chest that I had never felt before. And it was heartburn. I thought I was having a heart attack. I didn't know what it was. I was like, what is this heartburn affects me? And so now when I begin to eat something spicy, I can eat it. But I said, should I eat this? And I, I go back and forth and Nine times out of 10, I do eat it, but I know about six hours, 12 hours later, something's going to happen to me. And so there's a long-term effect, hours, it's just a matter of time. And that's with a lot of decisions that we make. Some have long-term effects, repercussions to the decisions and the choices that we make. Some are immediately. I look back to one of the silliest, stupidest, if you will, decisions I've ever made in my life. I was in Central America and a group of little kids told me, Hey, you know, they thought it'd be funny for the American to catch an alligator. <laughs> catch an alligator, right? So I was like, okay, how do you catch an alligator? Well, you just get a rope and you just tie the chicken, a raw chicken, and you just throw it into the water. The alligator comes and clamps it and then you pull it in. And I thought that this sounded like an amazing time. And so I didn't realize this decision. It could do it. Yes, I'm going to do it. And so all of a sudden, and it was the coolest thing, a little crocodile, well, not a crocodile, an alligator came up, its eyes popped, started swimming. And I'm like, oh my goodness, just like these little kids told me. And so I start pulling this alligator, and it's not letting go of the chicken. And so I caught an alligator. It was the most amazing thing. Until it got about three feet from the edge of the bank, and it was three feet from me, it began to death roll. And it was at that moment that I realized that this decision, I could do it, but I probably shouldn't do it. I didn't realize the effects. What was I going to do with the alligator when I got it to land? <laughs> was I going to play with it? Was I going to wrangle it? Like, uh, what was I thinking? Immediate effects. Yeah, catch an alligator. Okay. And all of a sudden, it affected me immediately. I start running. It starts death rolling. I look back, and all the little kids are on the ground <laughs> laughing at me. 
And uh, I, yeah, I never went back to that place again in my life. I was embarrassed. <laughs> but decisions, they, you know, there's things we can do, but should we do? And it's the same things with the sins and freedoms and liberties that we have with Christ. And that's what we're going to look at today, is we'll find out today that all things are lawful, but should we do them? Are they good for us? Are they helpful for us? Do they, are they helpful or do they hinder? Because we are going to make decisions every single day, whether it's practical but spiritual, but those decisions that we make, both practical and spiritual, will have ramifications and repercussions, and we want to make sure that we're making good decisions that are helpful for our lives. And the Apostle Paul addresses that in 1 Corinthians 6.12, where he says this, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. The Apostle Paul starts this section of Scripture that we're looking at by telling the Corinthians and us here today that all things, everybody say all, all things are lawful. All things you can do. He gives the freedom and the green light that we can do whatever we want. Now, this is very, very interesting as we read this, especially if you were with us last week. In light of the message that we covered last week, where there was a list of sins, sins that separate us from God now and for eternity. And so in light of that, that these things are evil and wrong and that we should flee them and stay away from them. But the very next section of Scripture, he says, but all things are lawful. And so looking at any list of sins throughout the New Testament and in the Scripture, it would be very easy for the outside looking in to think that Christians, that followers of Jesus Christ, live a very regimented life, a life filled with do's and don'ts and rules and regulations. As we looked last week, we spent a whole service looking at sins, things that the Apostle Paul said we need to flee from and that practicing such things, we will not inherit the kingdom of heaven. Throughout the, the scriptures, we see that. And maybe you've even shared your faith from time to time, talked to people about Jesus. And whenever you do, it's like, man, I, I can't be a Christian. I don't know how you do it following all the rules and regulations. Has anybody ever heard somebody say that? As a Christian, people say that. I don't know how you do it. Don't do this, but do this. Avoid that, but don't avoid that. But as we see here with this statement, the Apostle Paul tells us not only is that not true, but he will also show us as we see that Christians are in fact the most free and have the most liberty of any group of people in the world. I once heard it, and I believe it's rightfully said, a pastor teaching on this specific topic about liberties and freedoms that Christians had. He said, this is, this is all you have to do. He simplified it to this way. As a Christian, all you have to do is stay close to Jesus and do whatever you want. Hmm. Stay close to Jesus and do whatever you want. If you think about that at first, it, it might shake you, but really that is a true statement because if we stay close to Jesus, our wants and our desires are going to be his wants and his desires. It's that simple. We are the freest group of people in the world. Stay close to Christ and do whatever you like. But the freedom that the Apostle Paul was talking about here, you see, it was a freedom that only Christians can truly know and understand. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? The Bible's filled with don't do this and don't do that and stay away from this and stay away from that. You see, it's ironic because 
People in the world who don't know Christ and who are lost and separated from Christ, they believe that they're free, and so we have this great separation. People in the world who don't know Christ, they think they're free.